From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Monday, November 23rd, 2020. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Ohio today saw a massive increase in its latest record for most new COVID-19 cases reported in a 24-hour period. The Ohio Department of Health reported nearly 12,000 new coronavirus cases this afternoon, in part due to a delay in reporting cases from health systems in Northeast Ohio and Southwest Ohio. The previous record was around 8,800. Still, leaders of medical zones set up around Ohio said at Governor Mike DeWine's Monday press conference they could not sound the alarm loudly enough about how close health systems are to being overwhelmed by the influx of new COVID hospitalizations, particularly when it comes to staffing shortages. Over the weekend, the nation's airports had some of their busiest days since the pandemic started, causing concern as the coronavirus spreads. Tino Ramos has more. Thanksgiving is a time when family gathers. The thing is, though, health experts are saying at this point, just don't do it. AAA indicated that travel is expected to be down in the Buckeye State itself, but there's still concern for those who are thinking about flying or hitting the roads. The Center for Disease Control is urging against travel with fear that the virus could spread from state to state. Now, the CDC is also saying limit any indoor gathering and keep them to immediate household members during Thanksgiving. I'm Tino Ramos. On Saturday night in Northeast Ohio, about 20 people staged a protest in Mentor over the statewide curfew put in place by the governor. Rachel Polanski reports. The folks here tell me that the governor's curfew is taking away their constitutional rights. Is the, the, the virus only active between 10 and 5? I, I mean, this really, from a, from a common sense point of view, this makes no sense. We're out here to, to tell other people to come forward if you want your constitutional rights exercised. I also want to mention that Lake County, where we are, has one of the highest COVID-19 rates in the state and is on the state's watch list for going purple. I'm Rachel Polanski. A judge has denied a defense motion to suppress statements made by a man later charged in the shooting deaths of four members of his family, including his wife, in their apartment in southwest Ohio last year. ONN's Dave James has the latest. Attorneys for 38-year-old Gurpreet Singh had argued the Westchester man's constitutional rights were violated when police detained and questioned him in April of last year before releasing him the following morning. The Cincinnati Inquirer reports that Judge Gregory Howard denied the motion, saying he didn't see significant restraint on the movement of the defendant, who was not handcuffed, placed in a locked holding cell, or detained for an unreasonable amount of time. Dave James, I went in news. Two men are dead and another hurt after a crash in Newark in central Ohio early this morning. Tracy Townsend reports. Police say 33-year-old Lewis Harris was driving on Oakwood Avenue near State Route 16 when he crashed into a pole. This happened at about 2 in the morning. Officers say Harris and his front seat passenger died at the scene. A second passenger was taken to Grant Medical Center. His condition has not been released. I'm Tracy Townsend. A Canton woman is dead following a Saturday night hit and run in Jackson Township. ONN's Michael Kelly says police are hunting for the driver of the second vehicle. Investigators aren't saying exactly who was driving, only that 23-year-old Abigail Van Est was declared dead at the scene. They're calling 40-year-old Mario Lorario of Jackson Township a person of interest as of Sunday, still unable to make contact with him. Star County Coroner's Office said Van Est suffered massive traumatic injuries. Detectives are reconstructing that scene before releasing any further details. Michael Kelly, ONN News. 
news. Authorities are investigating a Friday night fire in northwestern Ohio that left four businesses destroyed. ONN's Eric Brown reports. The Putnam County Sheriff's Office reports that a call came in about a fire on North High Street in Columbus Grove around 10 Friday night. The businesses that were damaged include Pizza 101, The Rowdy Rooster, The Bloom Boutique, and Hefner's Printing. Affiliate WTOL-TV reports the businesses were all small, family-owned businesses right in the heart of the town. A GoFundMe fundraiser has been started to help the businesses that were lost recover. Eric Brown, ONN News. Fallout from COVID-19 will dampen the holiday shopping season, according to a Central Ohio professor. More from Angela Ann. Marketing professor at Audubon, Michael Lovin, says people are saving more and spending less because of uncertainty. Savings rates are actually up right now, and consumers have been paying down credit card debt, which is money that just doesn't circulate into the economy yet. Lovin says more people will be shopping online this season, which is good for places like Amazon and Walmart. He also says family entertainment sets like puzzles and games and outdoor apparel will be hot sellers for this year's holiday season. I'm Angela Ann. Cincinnati quarterback Joe Burrow, the Athens County native who won the Heisman Trophy and was the first pick in the NFL draft, suffered an injury yesterday during the Bengals game with Washington. Dom Tiberi reports. After he was carted off the field, he went on his Twitter page, thanked the fans for all the love, and said, you can't get rid of me that easy. See you next year, meaning he's done for this year. On their website, the Bengals say he's out for the rest of the year with a knee injury. Reports say it is a torn ACL. The injury happened in the third quarter as the pile rolled up on his left leg. I'm Dom Tiberi reporting. And an experimental treatment for COVID-19 has been given emergency authorization from the Food and Drug Administration. ONN's Eric Brown has more. The FDA said the authorization was issued to Regeneron Pharmaceuticals over the weekend. The antibody therapy is two drug products which are injected together through an IV. The therapy was given to President Donald Trump while he was hospitalized with COVID-19. The authorization is the second antibody treatment allowed to help the body fight COVID-19. Now, the authorization does not mean it's approved. It only allows use of the drug to start while studies are continuing to establish safety and effectiveness. Eric Brown, ONN News. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.